I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hey, welcome back to Roast Mortem. You're listening to Evil Knievel Part 3. If you haven't heard Part 2, go back, do the right thing. I don't know what you're doing here. We left off right before the Snake Canyon River jump. Now I will do my finest 90s sitcom-style dissolved transition. So the tour had finally come to a close, and it was time for the Snake Canyon River jump. So what inspired me to do Evil Knievel was my girlfriend and I did a little bit of a road trip through Idaho, Utah, and Nevada, and we drove, we were driving through Twin Falls, and I looked at Google Maps, and I saw the site of the Snake River Canyon Jump in 1974. Is it open to the public? Can you jump it in your Subaru? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's basically, it was funny, because it's like, the town is, like, the, I don't know if anyone's been to Twin Falls, but it's kind of like a sleepy little city. It's mainly Mormon. There's a lot of Mormon churches. Nice. Yay. Yeah, and uh, so this... All that the jump is is like an earthen mound, like that's paved because that's where they like set up the platform for the sky cycle. Because he wasn't actually like jumping it, it was more of like a rocket launch. Um, <laughs> awesome. And Snake, Snake River Canyon, not as many snakes as you'd think. Yeah. So there's like a little plaque, and I remember like right now it's there's like a fence put up along the edge of the canyon. Back then there wasn't. But it's like a little like park. There was like moms running, like jogging in the morning. There was what people would do is like jog up the launch ramp, like because it's a steep angle, and then jog back down. Like I saw all these crazy runners, like oh, I'd run to the top and then run back down. Um, right. but yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine that like this. It's sleepy now. It's probably even more sleepy in 1974. And it's hard to imagine like massive crowds showing up for like a launch day in Twin Falls. <laughs> imagine if like uh, Evil Knievel was back there when all this was going on and he's just sitting there old in a wheelchair while people are running up to the top and he's just all, jump, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Every single me, time. Yeah. When I did me, it, I went the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Let me see you do it. So. Evil was not prepared for the amount of people that were going to show up to this event. Um, camping was limited, and it wasn't permitted on the actual fairgrounds, like where people were going to gather for the launch. And Evil had ratcheted up the price of tickets, so the average family couldn't afford to come out and watch the jump. And the people that did come were mainly bikers, hippies, and people that just wanted to get fucked up and watch a man hurl himself off a cliff. Oh, his favorite people. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the crowd. Yeah. Uh, so regardless of... Um, right here. Uh, regardless of his, you know, what I said about evil behind the scenes, he was still viewed as a family-friendly hero for the kids, and the TV crews did their best... Not to highlight the people in the crowd, because that was not the type of people that Evil <laughs> wanted at his shows. Focus on the sky that he's going to be soaring through. Yeah, we want a family-friendly <laughs> retard going to kill himself. Not no heavy in the crowd. All, Fuck you, Evil! <laughs> yeah. 
So Kill the fairground is dangerously close to the edge of the canyon. Like I said, when I'm there, there's when I went there, there was like I mean, you could still if you wanted to jump off the cliff, you could. But there was like at least like a wood fence kind of along the path. But back and it's like a sheer drop. It's not like an incline. It's like a, you're going off a cliff. Um, so uh, the campers started to like fill up the fairground, even though they weren't supposed to camp there nights leading up to the event, which was scheduled September 8th. And it quickly devolved into madness as these undesirables waited for the jump to happen. So evil had set up a truck to sell beer to the crowd at astronomical prices. He's like, I'm going to ratchet up this prize and make so much money from this beer. Now, the truck was stocked with enough beer to sell to what he expected was 50,000 people. Um, and it was just sitting there waiting for the, for the event day. The, so the night before the event, about, there was about 5,000 people camped out around the fairground. A mob ripped apart these semis full of beer and drank all of the beer. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> So 5,000 people drank enough beer that was expected for 50,000 people. I'm drinking Damn. for 10 tonight. That's just yeah. drinking 10 beers, though. That's like... Well, you think one beer yeah. is 50,000 beers for 50,000 people? Well, based on, like, his dumb math, he, he never did math. He's just right. like, what 50, is beer? 50,000 people are coming. They've got their canes with turkey in them. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm assuming everyone's bringing their own cane of turkey. <laughs> Now, there were some security, but like a handful, not nearly enough to keep control of this like drunk mob now. One of the security guards actually prevented like not really a mass shooting, but definitely a lot of people dead when he knocked a drunk idiot pointing a shotgun at a crowd. He like lifted the shotgun right out of the air while it was like about to fire into a bunch of people. Um, the 5,000 drunks started to burn everything they could in sight, like all the extra <laughs> vendors and merch, all that shit just started to burn. And security was completely overwhelmed and needed more help. On top of that, as I mentioned, there was only a steel barricade preventing the now-wasted crowd from going off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> wow. Sounds like Lollapalooza 99. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so... This was something that the chief of security had warned Evil about, but Evil's like, nah, it'll be good. Um, but the chief of security was like, hey, what if during the event, like, something goes wrong and you don't make it and, like, the crowd rushes and, like, surges forward and basically, like, 300s himself off this cliff? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, nah, that won't happen. I'm going to make it. Uh, so the leader of the chief of security came up with an idea the morning before the launch. Now, remember, everything's burning on the fairgrounds. And uh, so he this security chief had heard that there was a biker gang stationed up in Shoshone Falls, which they call the Niagara of the West. It's not that impressive. Um, so at four in the morning, he leaves the fairgrounds while it's on fire. He drives up to Shoshone. And offers the gang $1,000, gives them all tiny scraps of orange to wear on their, like, orange armbands. And he's like, you guys are now the security. <laughs> all right. Hiring so, a biker gang as security has famously never gone wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Especially if they have uh, real good memories of the past <laughs> yeah. with him. Yeah, exactly. No. Didn't this motherfucker say he hated us? <laughs> Evil. These <laughs> aren't the Hell's Angels. They're Heaven's Demons, right? <laughs> they're, they're cool. So this biker game gang comes back with the security guy. They crack a few skulls and get the crowd kind of under control and then set up a perimeter in front of the barricades. So if there's that crowd surge, they'll be there. Now, the fairgrounds were expected to fill 50,000 people. Only uh, 15,000 people showed up the day of, probably because he ratcheted the prices up. Um, and as the launch drew closer to the scheduled time of 3.30 in the afternoon, uh, Evil was putting out his own fires uh, because one of his groupies that he had slept with while he was on tour had shown up to the hotel he was staying at with his wife and kids and the girl was trying to get into Evil's room, claiming that he said before he dies, he's going to marry her. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, if she knew anything. I know he's dying tonight. <laughs> she should have figured out he was lying. <laughs> so but, uh, Shelly and his team were left to deal with this girl who they eventually just like bought her a plane ticket back to Florida. That's where she had hitchhiked from. They're like, get on the fucking plane. Go back to Florida. Smart. So that was that was. Yeah, that was diffused. Uh, and Evil was helicoptered to the launch site where he was set to do a bunch of interviews with the press before the launch. One of the interviewers were a was a young Gerardo Rivera. Geraldo. Geraldo. Yeah, <laughs> Gerard Rivers. Yeah, Gerard Butler. He, He's like a Latin Brian Gump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when... when Shelly said, you know, you're going to do this interview with this guy. He, uh, uh, Evil said, man, he, that means he's a real big problem. Being Puerto Rican, he wants to rip off a bike. And being Jewish, he wants to get it wholesale. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. But, but that's and then when he met him, he said, he said, hey, uh, Geraldo, tequila, taco, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he starts... Trying to make slurs by just naming food. Uh. <laughs> uh, so while Evil was doing interviews and prepping for the launch, Shelly looked out into the crowd uh, and saw the frenzy that was this drunken crowd. Uh, now, there's a few accounts that the TV crews did their best to avoid while broadcasting this live event. The first one is here from Shelly, and he described seeing what he described as a... Uh, beautiful soulless blonde that he had seen at the hotel the night before and this is what he described going on just outside the perimeter that just outside the perimeter of the fence naked to the waist she was sucking off every man who unzipped his fly and offered his hardened penis <laughs> time and time again she would raise her empty head to the empty sky semen dripping down her chin onto her bare Jesus. breasts shouting for you evil Oh, In between wow. oral copulations, she sucked ice. It was another hot day. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? What is that? You think he was writing this in his hot notebook as hot he was dicks. taking his dick out and walking over to her? <laughs> yeah. Another hot day, sucking off dudes. Sucks, Funny, why are, you, why are you sucking on the ice? <laughs> Soulless, eh? <laughs> what, what number am I? All right, good, I'll put that in. I think she's full of a lot of soul. A lot of soul, unborn souls. Lots of them, yes. Good for her. Yeah. 
There was another uh, incident that was witnessed in the crowd. Someone was holding a sign that said, Chicks, show us your tits. So one girl did that, just that. She you know, tried to have her Girls Gone Wild moment. And the crowd hoisted her up like crowd surfing style and started to rip off all of her remaining clothes. She was passed around while getting groped and scratched and whatever and dumped in the press pit, completely naked, bloody and bruised and scratched. Ugh. Yeah. So we've got a very respectable crowd here. Yeah. Watching, the, very family friendly. Uh, the broad with the mouth full of semen is a rookie. <laughs> yeah. You just got to do it for evil. Yeah. Oh, man. Could make a gargling noise while saying that. Yeah. Rockley. <laughs> gonna suck the uh, most dicks. <laughs> I'm gonna have my own Snake Canyon. <laughs> oh. uh, so it was finally time for Evil to get to the uh, Sky Cycle X2 and do his jump. He waved to the crowd and got into the cockpit. And I want to do another video break. We can watch what happens. Are there any crowd shots in this? Should we be trying to find her? I have. I didn't look. We should take a peek. I mean, so low res. Where, where's mouthful? Yeah. yeah. Where's mouthful? This is cool. So he comes in in his helicopter. Is that Mark Hamill with him? <laughs> I feel like there's like. Oh, it kind of does look like him. Oh, Jesus. Is that Linda? I think so, yeah. You can see his signature limp. The second most disgraced women. At this point, what an awful way to get carted over. <laughs> I'm in a cage. It's like a dumb tent. We borrowed this from the state fire. <laughs> like machinery. He looks so sad up in that. <laughs> machinery at this time was just so flimsy, it looks like. This would never fly today. <laughs> But you can see the Sky Cycle is not a motorcycle. That On is, all the artwork, it looks like a motorcycle, but it's a rocket. <laughs> it's, it's literally just a rocket They're like spinning them around. <laughs> the freaking the music is killing me. It's like a soundtrack to Homeward Bound. <laughs> yeah, right? My dog just died. <laughs> For you, Goldie! Or what was that movie where the guy like spends all that time with the bear? Like in the forest. Grizzly Man or uh Yeah, something like that. But it was like an old eighties movie. Yeah, it's a Werner Herzog, right? Oh he did the lasers. Grizzly Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're showing they're showing some of his bales here. A little recap. <laughs> Alright, I'm at the launch. Yeah, I'm at the launch too. Here we uh, go. Later. Oh my god. You release prematurely. Oh my god. Parallel, evil can evil. Yeah. Uh, much like the, a lot of those men in the crowd, it was premature. Uh, <laughs> he landed right next to the shore on the same side he launched from. <laughs> Damn it, we forgot boats! <laughs> Nobody has gone to the water. You had no Nobody one thought that this would be an issue. <laughs> so that was, his, that was his most epic jump. <laughs> 
Well, he didn't even go anywhere. He went up, <laughs> straight back down to the shore. I was like, that could have been anyone. Yeah. That was unimpressive. <laughs> so what happened was uh, the parachute malfunctioned and almost immediately deployed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Probably because all the hot fire coming from the back of the rocket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, he was like on the launch pad and he's like, oh, Cynthia's doing her blowjob routine. I got to get out there. <laughs> I love this. Oh, yeah. No, don't lean on he that saw, button. He's, he saw the line getting longer from up there. He's like, damn it. <laughs> I hope I can get I need me to make one. it down there before it gets any longer. I hope I can get me one of those. <laughs> And so as evil <laughs> drifted down the canyon, uh, much like the security guard said, the chief of security, the crowd rushed forward to see where he was landing. And luckily they hired the biker gang because they fucking did their job and kept everyone from spilling over the cliff. Um, they did lemons. one good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So if evil had actually made it to the other end, which he didn't, he would have been arrested instantly for trespassing as the person on the other side was like, you're not jumping the canyon. I don't want you to <laughs> on my property. <laughs> oh, so malfunction. Huh? Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, again, we saw the Caesar, uh, the Caesar Fountain. Evil didn't make it, but that didn't matter. Everyone was like, he, this even made him more popular. It was like, wow, did you see him fucking go off in the rocket? <laughs> <laughs> I heard everyone in the crowd got a blowjob. <laughs> Man, yeah. this guy's so good at trying things. <laughs> Could you imagine he lands in this river, right? He's he's in a kayak, basically, and he's like stuck and strapped into it. Yeah, like an upside down kayak. He's floating down river as the, the the roaring of the crowd disappears from what he can hear and it's serene and quiet. He washes up on shore and there's an old man saying I see you tried to jump in the old Snake Canyon room. <laughs> I remember trying to do that. <laughs> um, Dude, that's all he. That's all he does. He does. He just tries things. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't complete anything. He just tries it. God, if it's that easy to get famous and make money, I'll try a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> just do that with food now on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that guy Nick Avocado. He's a real. He's the next evil Knievel. <laughs> yes. Nick Avocado. He's the true, he's the true we'll evil. Try an avocado with ketchup on it. A true successor. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this guy's risky. I'm gonna try to eat 30 hamburgers while sitting in my bed. <laughs> I only made it to 28. Yeah. Oops. I did the one, had the fries and the coke, and I was done. That's it. <laughs> but I, I tried. Was Wait, yeah. you just had a meal? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's um. There is something very nice about watching him just slowly, <laughs> slowly fall into the river. Yeah. And you almost, you know, like immediately the way it takes off and starts to kind of, you're like, yeah, that's not happening. That's not, yeah. Yeah. And like, it like that. took 30 seconds to fall. So I'm wondering if like, in, during the fall, is he like, this is such a fucking stupid way to die. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he has no clue. He's like, I'll just wait till I feel ground. If this yeah. exploded, it would have been way better. <laughs> Well, also, the fact that it went up and literally straight back. barely breached the shore. <laughs> I, and it's it was fun like 10 went, feet from the shore is where he landed. Right, and the way they filmed it. On the it, same side. The, the way it's filmed, like, you don't know how close he is to it. You're thinking, oh, maybe he got about halfway. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, the ground starts revealing as the camera trucks down. It's like, 
<laughs> oh, you didn't do like, anything. He, he, went, he barely up. cleared the rocks. Like, <laughs> yeah. How far did he go? Up. Yeah. Yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of funny, though, because people, like you're saying, he just tried it, and now he's, like, even more of a superstar. Yeah. Um, so what is uh, kind of funny, the book I read was uh, Life of Evil by Stuart Bake Barker. Um, and so this book was written by a Brit. So like they're talking about like he jumped seven lorries. Blah blah oh, blah. That's annoying. He well, weighed almost. six stone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what made him popular in England was that in 1975, the following year, he went to Wembley Stadium in England, where he tried to jump 13 of the London buses. And again, he broke his pelvis. <laughs> nice. Again. I'm used to he American re- buses. They're a lot yeah. shorter. He just goes onto the tennis court, runs fast, and jumps over the net. He's like, ah, yeah. I did it. <laughs> did it. I made something. So, so after this attempt in England, he, that's when he started to go like, I'm retiring. That was the last, that's the last time you'll ever see Evil Knievel jump anything. I'm done. But then, kind of like any rock star, there was like eight different retirements. So... Immediately after he recuperated from the Wembley jump, he went on to jump his longest record ever, 14 Greyhound buses in Kings Island, Cincinnati. And this time he landed, no injury. He hits it. Yeah. (laughs) So no one talks about that one, though. That was the success. Yeah. Yeah, that's the boring one. They they pay attention to the ones he tried. Well, (laughs) let's talk about one more failed attempt here. So you guys, you guys heard the phrase "jump the shark," right? Yeah. So most people associate that with Fonz from Happy Days jumping over a shark on water skis, uh, and that kind of marked the beginning of the end of the show Happy Days. But actually, that same year, 1977, months before Happy that Happy Days episode aired. Evil was planning to jump over a tank full of sharks in Cincinnati. <laughs> I gotta get back to my roots. Yeah. Wait, before we fill this thing, is there anywhere called Shark River? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that mistake again. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money getting all them snakes. Do you think eels would be all right? Or are they yeah. not? I want sea snakes. Yeah, I would like yeah, eels. snakes and sea lions. <laughs> yeah, eels are the snakes of the sea. Put them in with the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Put so some this, sharp teeth on the goldfish. All of the day. Yeah, this was meant to be a televised event inspired by the movie Jaws that came out in 1975. But during the rehearsal, obviously, Evil wasn't practicing the jump. He never did that. But he's kind of like dicking around, driving really fast next to it. And he lost control of his bike and smashed into a cameraman. Uh, Evil broke both of his arms and the cameraman sustained a permanent eye injury. Ooh. That's the worst injury for a cameraman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially when part of it is permanent. Yeah. yeah. So Evil was genuinely more concerned about the injured cameraman. Uh, he was like legitimately like, I feel so bad, whatever. He actually refused to release the footage until 19 years later. Um, I didn't Tell me find you have it. No, oh. I didn't find that one. Um, but the sh- the Shark Tank failure was kind of like Fonz jumping the shark. Like, this was kind of the beginning. 1977, in particular, was the beginning of the end of Evil Knievel. It says jump the sharks. Yeah, jump the sharks. So, remember Shelly Saltman? 
Shelley had been working on a book of his experiences during the Snake River Canyon tour. This book was called Evil Knievel on Tour. Uh, the, the book is extremely rare to find nowadays, and I found a paperback that was going for $150. It's only a 100-page book. Um, yeah, and and I one really whole wanted to read it. chapter is talking about the blowjob lady. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't stop <laughs> talking yeah. about it. So I really wanted to find this book, and I wasn't about to pay $150, but somebody luckily uploaded a PDF of the entire book online, and let me tell you, reading a hundred pages of photocopied PDF is not easy. Are you going <laughs> to read it live for us right now? Yeah, I'm going to read the whole thing. Nice. nice. That's why you said it's going to be a long one. Yeah. <laughs> Page one. <laughs> the cum girl. Yeah. No, it starts with her. Preface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cum girl. Cum dripping all over her titties. That's why it's only a hundred pages, because it's kind of the end of everything. Yeah. yeah. Never but before did great. I see such shiny cum. <laughs> Yeah, fucking paperback smut. <laughs> so Shelley's book definitely did not pull any punches on how evil really was behind the scenes. Uh, and remember, evil was all image for evil was everything. And uh, uh, despite the fact that you know evil had this outward image of being for kids, this type of exposure was not what he wanted. So Shelley, like even starting out the introduction of the book, Shelley calls it. X-rated evil is the title of the introduction. He goes on to describe his heavy drinking, his whoring, spousal abuse, addiction to painkillers, but also what kind of bugged evil maybe the most was the fact that he showed him as like being a human and having those doubts of the Snake River jump. You oh, know? rather than like the machismo, I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah, I mean, he didn't like the fact that his audience is getting fucking... Bukakied, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but like he didn't like the fact that and there was a moment in the book where um, he talks about he wanted to send Linda flowers so she, because she had heard about the fucking groupies he had slept with and like shit like that that he just really didn't like it didn't fit with his image so Shelly at this point Shelly Saltman at this point was VP of Fox Tele Telecommunications Group in LA nice and, and on September 21st, 1977, Shelley was leaving the Fox studio lot when Evil and an unnamed accomplice grabbed Shelley, dragged him into an alley. The accomplice held down Shelley while Evil took an aluminum baseball bat and started to beat both of his arms. Oh, damn. Wow. Was it uh, Liberace? Was that the goon? <laughs> <laughs> These two guys in perfect outfits? I got your back. This is my pal Liberace. <laughs> He's going to hold <laughs> it down now. All I saw was shimmering sequence, and I couldn't see their faces. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. He never named. He was. He was. He wasn't a rat. He didn't name this accomplice. So very much could have been Liberace. Probably yeah. was. We'll go with that. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cover him up with capes. Yeah. <laughs> so the beating was so bad, especially on Shelley's left arm, that it was compounded. So the bone was sticking out. Damn. <laughs> oh, a, he wasn't fucking Jesus. around. Evil called it Butte Justice. And that he didn't want to kill Shelly. He just wanted to break both of his arms so he, quote, don't write no more goddamn books. Ah, uh, Jesus. Have you heard of dictation? Are you sure that this butt justice is going to do it? It yeah. sounds like a terrible Chuck Norris movie. Butte yeah. justice. Yeah. <laughs> 
So after they were done beating Shelly, they left him in this alley, and Evil immediately drove to the West Los Angeles police and turned himself in. Smart. Evil was charged with assault with a deadly weapon and was released with a $1,000 bail. Now, obviously, the press jumped on this real quick, and Evil was quick to come out with statements. He said he had no regrets in what he did, and he said that Shelly was a filthy little leprechaun user of people. Uh, and that he was a rotten little bastard, and I should have killed the little prick. So he's under the impression that Jews also have leprechauns. <laughs> yes, the gold in the, they keep, right? Yeah. Well, if he hates New Yorkers, I feel like it kind of just is a general blanket. Italians, Irishmen, Jews. Yeah, they, they do <laughs> yeah. fall yeah. into the same They're all the same to him. Yep. They all have hidden gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to make things worse for Shelley, Saltman... Uh, when the news reported the attack on his life, Shelly's mom had a heart attack when she saw it and died three weeks later. Oh, my Damn. goodness. Oh, my God. He killed his mom by proxy. Yeah. It's not illegal, though. No. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Shelly's or uh, Evil's lawyer was tried to convince Evil to plead not guilty. Uh, so he fired that lawyer and got a new one because <laughs> Evil wasn't going to lie in court and say that he wasn't. He, like, he knew he was guilty. He's like, I'll lie to my wife, but I would never lie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Find> justice. <laughs> so the, the judge sentenced him to six months uh, with work furlough so he could go out and continue earning. He just, you know, it's one of those things where you do jail when you can type yeah. of thing. Yeah, no, that's the way we all want it. Yeah, <laughs> you got a jump Eventu box in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> right. Yeah, eventually the furlough would be revoked, and Shelley would serve out the m most of his sentence. I think he did like five months. He got out a little earlier, but of course, this is evil Knievel, and uh, he loves to embellish everything. So he embellishes his time in the slammer, saying that he served time next to Charles Manson. He's like, oh yeah, I was right next to Charles Manson. He's guy's crazy. <laughs> uh, do you think that that was because someone told him that they were Charles Manson? No, it was just a different guy with a swastika on his forehead. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. go by Chuck. <laughs> so as, as I mentioned, 1977 was the beginning of the end. After he did his time, his sponsors and partners like Harley Davidson and Ideal Toys pulled their contracts after this assault. Um, Evil was no longer that kid-friendly hero that he was made out to be. Shelley had exposed him for who he was. Um, now, Evil still jumped for a few years. Uh, he went on to groom his son, Robbie Knievel. I actually oh. made, I, I made, <laughs> I made a mistake on the first episode. I said that Kelly Knievel was Robbie Knievel, but Kelly Knievel is a different son. Robbie's okay. like younger. I see. Uh, so Robbie Knievel... He went on to, uh, he was trying to fill his dad's daredevil uh, shoes. Robbie went by either Robbie Knievel or Captain Knievel with a K, which is really lame. <laughs> I mean, Captain? not not back yeah. then. That was before those alliterations were lame. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, Robbie had... He was, he was 1K off from being really bad. <laughs> Captain well, Crunch Knievel. That's why you don't... <laughs> yeah, dude. I go by... Three letters. That's the reason why you don't join the Captain Knievel Club. <laughs> all, all capes, no hoods. 
Dad, I don't like your I don't like your cape thing. We're going with hoods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just take them and go like this. Just pull them over yeah. your head. Uh, so Robbie w- was always trying to live up to his dad. Um, their relationship was very awkward because Evil found it really hard to hand over the reins to somebody else, even his own son. The rivalry was so intense, uh, and Evil was also kind of doubling down on his drinking, that the father and son got in a fist fight in which Evil broke Robbie's nose. And this was after Robbie had returned home at four in the morning after breaking his probation from robbing a record store. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Evil instantly regretted breaking his nose, and apparently the next morning he flew Robbie to L.A., hired a plastic surgeon, and spent $100,000 on a new nose. New nose can't cost that much. Maybe back then. (laughs) Nah, well, even back then, no way, no way. This is getting no, ripped off. Yeah, those numbers. He's making up numbers again. He spent yeah, the, the million dollar party. That's how much he spent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Evil's last recorded jump was in 1981 in Florida. It was a joint event, his father and son type of thing. Holding and hands now, in a golf cart. Yeah. Right. Uh, now, 1981 would also be another bad year for for evil, and it would be uh, kind of this the beginning of his di- great disappearing act. So Shelley Saltman had resurfaced after healing both of his arms and probably burying his mom, and had filed a civil suit for $13 million worth of damages. <sighs> Shelley won this lawsuit. Uh, Damn. Yeah, that's how much a mom is worth. Yeah, now we now we know. <laughs> Not a penny more. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, Thirteen whoa. mil, mom. Thirteen million and one dollar <laughs> ain't paying that. Yeah. In the end, Shelley would never get a dime of his winnings. Even after Evil died, Shelley continued to go after the estate, saying that with interest, it equaled about a hundred million at that point. All right, I get it. I. You don't get interest on those, okay? Yeah. All right, guy. I'm not going to say what kind of guy, but <laughs> that's not how that works. All right, we share a last name. I've made jokes about myself. Never would I charge interest on a civil suit in which I've won $13 million on. Yeah, so Shelly Saltman would die in 2019 never collecting anything. He had enough. Yeah. On top of that, a little friend of ours called the IRS came knocking and said they were missing uh, $21 million. So he's got the civil suit, and he's got the IRS coming after him in 1981. Nice. Um. <laughs> well, if I owe the IRS $21 million and I owe this guy 13 seems like you owe each other something. Yeah. And I'll just say <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to work that out between yeah. each other, okay? Yeah, that's called Butte Accounting. <laughs> Sounds like you yeah. owe them $8 million, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm going to take this uh, s- uh, train of 11 yachts down to Belize for a few years. So Evil had an option that we unfortunately do not have the luxury of. It probably ended around somewhere around the 2000s. Evil left Linda in Butte with their baby, new baby. He packed up a bus, p- painted over the Evil Knievel on the side, and hit the road. All right. <laughs> So this dark period of Evil's life during the early 80s is pretty mysterious. We know there was a lot of gambling, a lot of hard drinking off the grid. 
Some people reported that Evil was selling paintings somewhere around Santa Fe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when people looked into it, they found out that Evil had hired some artists to paint shit, like, I don't know, cactuses and stuff like that. And then he was putting his name on it. Smart. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would pop up here and there sometimes at used car dealerships uh, for a few bucks as a like celebrity appearance or do golf tournaments. Uh, we do know that he did hang out with the mob in Chicago. Folks like Tony Big Tuna Acato or Joey Lombardo and Jackie Cicerone. All right. All, um, all uh, fine citizens. Yeah. Evil was actually subpoenaed to testify in front of a grand jury against a Chi-Town mobster named Robbie Marglowitz. <laughs> hmm. So he's hanging out with a mob in Chicago in the 80s. All right. Uh, somewhere in the mid-80s, Evil returned back to Butte, and Linda had finally had enough. The couple separated. They would not officially get divorced until 1997. But after the separation, Evil returned back to life on the road, essentially homeless, living out of this bus. Um, now... He wasn't the star that he was. So picking up tri chicks became harder and harder to do. So evil turned to the professionals. Hmm. Oh, women, women of the, of the night. night. All right. Well, you know, he's probably, he's all beat up now. He's broke all those bones. He probably put on some weight. He's probably not, you know, you get full of yourself. Probably and then smells. You lose it all. He's been living in a bus. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that dick train I saw at my one jump don't sound so bad now. <laughs> I gotta go find Cynthia. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. he probably wouldn't know that he was paying for hookers, but in Kansas City, he chose the wrong girl, an undercover cop. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, I always loved a lady uh -oh. in uniform. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm undercover, Excuse too. me. Sir, I'm not a I prostitute. I'm a female officer. How much? Can I jump over you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just all, ah, jumps yeah. over the bed. <laughs> Does this turn you on? I need to wear Are you sobbing wet down there, Mrs. Officer? <laughs> uh, Evil was arrested for soliciting. Uh, he was obvi obviously, uh, this was a, the media caught onto it. And this was actually right when a massive Evil documentary called Gladiator was premiering. Uh, so, like, right as this documentary comes out about his life, he's arrested for buying a hooker. Oh, it was uh, planned, man. It evil. Was, it was to go, you know. It's like, man, I could have bought yeah. so many more hookers if I would have <laughs> yeah. just waited. Evil <laughs> was only charged two hundred dollars, but the reputation, his reputation, took even a bigger hit. Evil would make headlines again with another sex scandal in nineteen eighty nine, while he was in Spokane, Washington. An angry boyfriend caught Evil banging his girlfriend in a hotel and kicked the shit out of him. Oh my God. <laughs> now the. He's like 70 by this he's time. In his, he's almost 50. He's around 50. Yeah. Oh. Um, so the reason why this blew up was that the hotel desk had given the boyfriend a key to Evil's room. So Evil sued the hotel rightfully as a breach of privacy. Yep. But the lawsuit, you know, made it public again. So I was like, oh, there's Evil banging someone's, you know. <laughs> so uh, 19th. Uh, in 1991, Evil's 52, and he would find love again, this time with 21-year-old Crystal Kennedy, and that is with a K. Uh, 
<laughs> oh boy, that that's. You know, I met your grandpappy a long time ago, and I gave him a set of antlers. You're related to him, right? You must. Uh, uh, that that is a name for a very greasy person who does not use soap properly. What, what college would she go to? Arizona State. Oh, hey, try Florida State. Florida State. <laughs> that's a U of A. Uh, so yeah, she was a Florida State senior who was on the golfing team. Uh, the two of them bonded over obviously golf, um, very wholesome activity. Cool. But the early eighty or the eighty nineteen eighties had been rough on Evil. He was now a type two diabetic, and he had gotten hepatitis C, which he swore that he had gotten from blood transfusions over the years. <laughs> He's like the one guy where it's like, we know you're lying, but you've had enough blood transfusions. And <laughs> that, medical... that it actually might yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. That awesome. almost lands. <laughs> Unlike you. <laughs> but <I'm>, uh... <laughs> His broken body prevented him from exercising, so the diabetes got worse. Uh, and he had never really laid off. The... He kind of slowed his roll on the sauce a little bit, but he's still susceptible to benders. On one such bender in 1994, a little altercation happened at a Comfort Inn in Sunnydale, California, between Crystal and Evil. Well, the cops were called, and when they arrived, they saw Crystal bloody and bruised on the floor. She Evil, always looked like that. Yeah. Evil had yeah. fucked off to a titty bar where the cops found him and arrested him. During Honestly, the, if I was to like ever have that moment where I did hit a woman in my life, I would go immediately to a titty bar. Like, you know, it's all coming down anyway. Yeah, just go yeah. there. Like, I just feel bad about myself. Like, I just have to, I have to dive into this. I have to pretend that I'm at some kind of I church. And I'm offering it up. I'm trying to fix what I did to one woman by giving money to other right. women. Right, right, right. You know, it yeah. would just be a bad, I, I get it. I could imagine it. <laughs> so during the arrest, his Aston Martin was uh, impounded by the police. Um, and they did a full-on inspection of the vehicle, and they found a full-on arsenal in the car. First of all, there was a fuck ton of gas station knives. You know, real cool ones. Oh, all nice. shiny and shit. Ta the tastemaker knives. Yeah, like I said, he's a little raccoon man, so he likes shiny, sharp things. Give me, uh, <laughs> give me 10 bucks on Pump 12. Oh, give me that little knife there. I like that leopard print. <laughs> Uh, also in there was a 44 uh, with laser sights, two magazines, a 38, a Smith and Weston 357, and a Dirty Harry style 44 Magnum, and a stun gun, all in his car. Cool. Uh, the problem was, was that Evil was an ex-con and was not permitted to own firearms. <laughs> uh, yep. So, what happened? Crystal, like a good battered woman, dropped the charges, <laughs> but Evil was slapped with a big fine for the guns, and things were really going downhill here. We're, we're reaching, we're getting to our our exciting conclusion, which isn't very <laughs> exciting, just sad. <laughs> I like sad stories. So yeah. the downward spiral continued. His hepatitis C had worsened, uh, and between the hep and his hard drinking his liver was kaput and doctors said that he had five years left if he didn't get a liver transplant all right well that's uh that's not bad for the 90s no no yeah so he was given a special pager that would notify him if a liver donor came through 
now, by 1998, still without a new liver, he was down to the last six months of his life. But for the first time in almost two decades, 1998 would be the first uptick in Evil Knievel's life that in years. Or two decades, I said. Yeah, two <laughs> decades in years. Yes. Yeah. It's fine. It's just calendar. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, it's calendar and math and numbers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he makes a bunch yeah. of shit up too. So by the late 90s, boomers and like Gen Xers were starting to feel nostalgic uh, and wondering what happened to their hero, Evil Knievel. Where'd he go? He just, just dropped off the map. Right? He's been traveling around in a van. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So that coupled with the rise of BMX, which also was popular in the 80s, but in like the late 90s, BMX was also taking off with stars like Matt Hoffman, uh, who used to recall that Evil Knievel was like his god. Like, you know, oh, wow. You know, that's what inspired me to jump over things. What inspired Dave Muir to kill himself? Do we know? Uh, Robbie Knievel. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) JFK. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah robbie knievel was active during the 90s uh he was estranged dirt with his dad and didn't really talk uh he is never really good as the original robbie did recreate the caesar's fountain jump in like the early 90s uh but he was using a lighter dirt bike and had a team of people that calculated the jump you know mm-hmm. he's not like evil he's not I'm like a i'm a fucking wing it uh he also he also jumped the grand canyon i think in 99 with what a bike a, but it was like a really narrow part of the grand canyon or something i don't know huh. the ramps probably yeah. came out you know a significant yeah. amount right. short in that gap so people started to look for evil knievel the real deal not robbie fuck him uh and eventually they found a frail dying old man but bam i mean evil knievel was reborn and a new line of merchandise uh, started to line the pockets of Evil Knievel, even though he only had six months to live. But so did the IRS and Shelley. They came out. They was like, oh, yeah, you you owe us, right? <laughs> I thought you were working that out between you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the problem was, yeah, Evil's dying. He's only got six months to live. And in 1999, with still no donor liver donor transplant, he was given 48 hours to live. So Crystal and them had made up, and Crystal was driving him back home for hospice, crossing over a bridge in Clearwater, Florida, when Evil's pager went off. So apparently there was a car accident nearby, and the man killed was a donor and had a liver that would work with Evil Knievel. So Crystal turned the car around, rushed back to the hospital. The transplant was success, and Evil got a few more uh, years to live out his twilight stardom. Wow. Yeah. Thank wow. God for Clearwater. Yeah, yeah, this is kind of, this is kind <laughs> yeah. of like what I think is going through people's heads when they're heavily relying on God for things to work out. They're like, no, nah, it'll all work out. I got six years. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did mention, he was like, those you know, five years crept up on me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, sometimes they do. So Crystal and Evil got married. Their, that relationship was bumpy. They got divorced and got remarried. During the divorce period, uh, Evil gave these wor- wise words of wisdom. 
Women are like buses, a good ride for 15 minutes, but they forget when you get off, there'll be another one along in 15 minutes, oh and another one, and another one. As he's dying. <laughs> and then you want to <laughs> line them all up in a row and jump right over all your women. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a skeleton man. He's like, let me give you advice. <laughs> Jesus. Public transportation sucks. Yeah. You got to buy the bus and then sell it to someone else at double what you bought for it every time. And I'm talking about women also every time. Evil gets back with Crystal, obviously, and uh, he has this new renewed stardom in the 2000s. Evil actually announced that he would jump again, which if you look at pictures of him when he's older, this man is like a husk at this point. He's not going to get on a motorcycle. Yeah. There, there was a event where he went back to Butte, and they were like memorializing him, and they just kind of like propped him on the motorcycle, and he's just like farting. He was around. trying to jump shit on a rascal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had also developed idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, which is scarring of the lungs. So he was put on an oxygen tank. Now, keep in mind, he was a very anti-smoker. So you know, see what happens when you don't smoke, kids. Good. Yep. Die your yeah, lungs. You get on the oxygen <laughs> tank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, 2007, uh, he was probably starting to see that the end was near. He's on this oxygen tank, and evil does a pretty shitty thing, and that is he becomes an evangelical Christian. Oh. <laughs> so claiming that he he claimed that he had found God, and this is kind of lame, just because. When you go back in his life, back when he was a star, he was very open about calling people like Billy Graham, like the biggest con artist and calling like religion, like the biggest long con of history. Uh, he also had this idea. He mentioned this to Shelley where he's like, what we should do with the Arabs and the Israel, you know, the Israelis is we should take away all their guns and they should go back to fighting with swords, <laughs> which I think is kind of a great idea. <laughs> I mean, if all wars went back to being fought with swords, that's for the best. So, yeah. Uh, so, like everything else cool in his life, yeah. yeah. Like everything else in his life, Evil's baptism was a spectacle performed in front of uh, ten thousand people at a mega church and broadcast to thousands more. Is this a, like a way to cover up him jumping a river and it going wrong again? <laughs> yeah, he just fucks up the baptism and just goes sliding across the yeah. stage. <laughs> I want to join one of them snake churches. Oh, there goes my hip again. <laughs> Thank God the Lord's here. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure the pastor was uh, pretty happy that Evil Knievel was converting on his show. And uh, maybe even flipped Evil some of those donations. Who knows? Hmm. Why uh, not? Nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Everything to gain. An eternity of love and happiness to gain. So Evil's health kept evolving in 2007. He, we mentioned fentanyl was invented for him. He was given fentanyl lollies to suck on, and he had an internal morphine pump installed. Damn. Holy yeah. That's, That's some business right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, can you guys guess who had the honors of taking the last known picture with legendary Evil Knievel? It's 2007. Yeah. We're in Clearwater, Florida. We're in Florida, yeah. Donald Trump. Donald Trump? What about you, Tom? 
Uh, Muhammad Ali. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. When did he die? Muhammad Ali, but, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, I, that's that was going to be my guess, too. How about try 29-year-old Kanye West? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course. We're both we're, we're swimming in the right area with yeah. Trump and when, <laughs> and Muhammad Ali is the guest. Muhammad Ali, <laughs> by that point, he just didn't have a brain at all. Yeah. His family would pop <laughs> him around and be like, "No, Olympics next year, get ready." Kanye is all you're wow. the you're the Kanye West of jumping bikes, and I'm the <laughs> evil Knievel of rap. Was this when the Kanye West, when touch the the touch the sky video came out, where he's just right. doing the evil Knievel right. thing? So, what happened was was in 2006, evil Kanye came out with Touch the Sky, which the music video is pretty much him dressed up as Evil Knievel. He called himself in the video, it's Evil Knievel. Oh, this is why he's worth so much money. <laughs> right, yeah. Word and <laughs> it stars uh, Pamela Anderson is in it as well, and he's basically doing the Snake River Canyon jump. If you watch that video, it's like he gets into the rocket thing, he goes up and then crashes in the middle of a canyon. See, anyone could do it. Yeah. So Evil called it vulgar, offensive, infringing upon his copyright and reputation. He also went on to say the music was promoting filth in the world. <laughs> uh, so he threatened to sue Kanye. So Kanye decided to go and fly down to Florida and meet with Evil at his home. The two of them had a talk and came to a settlement outside of court. And Kanye said that overall he thought Evil was a wonderful guy and quite a gentleman. Well, he also, what evil. Yeah, he, they hated a lot of the same things. Wonder, uh, <laughs> wonder what he coming. wonder what he think of old Kanye now. Yeah, well, he was. They were talking shit about Shelly Saltman. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so the two of them snapped a photo in Evil's living room. Uh, Evil has his uh, air tank in and all that stuff. And three days later, Evil can Evil the legend dies. Mm. Due to complications from all the fucking shit that he has. <laughs> yeah. Complications from life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that is the end of Evil Knievel. Uh, there's not much more to say. The one thing that I want to add post-death is that in 2016, some stuntman named Eddie Braun successfully did the Snake River Canyon jump using a new sky cycle that he called the Evil Spirit. And it was actually huh. designed by the creator, Bob Trox's son. So huh. he got the son of the original creator of the Sky Cycle, built a new one, and they jumped the canyon. Was he arrested by the curmudgeonly farmer on the other side? Uh, that guy's probably <laughs> long dead. Or, he, or maybe he died of a heart attack that... from getting the blowy from that girl. <laughs> I, just lo I just looked up the picture of Evil Knievel and Kanye. Evil Knievel's like throwing up the peace sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty rough. So yeah, that's Evil Knievel. Wow, thank you, Travis. Wow. What a bastard. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it, it did kind of make me jealous that like you could just in the sixties and seventies you could just do something and become yeah. <laughs> famous. Yeah, you could literally go out and just like pick something and just try and start it and fail miserably within a week. <laughs> yeah. And just go for something else. And then you're a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. 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 
And if all that failed, yeah. you can go work in a diner and get a, a loan to buy two houses. <laughs> God, <laughs> if I would have vid- if I would have videotaped all the times I failed at something, fucking be a millionaire, <laughs> right? My God. But well, no, at least he saw. I got to see it come full circle, and you know, he's I don't know, whatever. He's an asshole, and he had that second resurgence. You know, there was yeah. like an evil, can evil video game that came out in like the early two thousands. Yeah, all I was, this shit. when you're talking about like how he's fallen off, I was like, why did I, a child born after his fall off, know no evil can evil like so well when I was growing up? Yeah, like, yeah, he's the guy who wears the stuff and jumps over motorcycles or jumps mm-hmm. with motorcycles. I I'd yeah. be I'd be because I feel like he's worked into our like into our culture so much that somebody'd be like, oh, what are you like, evil can evil? You know? Yeah. yeah. He's uh, like Paul Bunyan. He's just an American legend now. But I'm wondering, yeah. I'm wondering if Zoomer, like early Zoomers, would know that reference. I don't know. I mean, you're pretty famous if you become a verb. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. Like just evil can evil that shit. Yeah. We gotta ask yeah. a bunch of teenagers if they know who evil can evil is. I mean, like, they'll be like, uh, "You mean dude, perfect? You mean that <laughs> racist guy?" <laughs> like yeah. he mentioned. I'll before. ask my. I'll have to ask my daughter. She's 19. <laughs> like I, I mentioned before about like. Uh, or he was talking about how like America needed evil Knievel. Yeah. Like he was dead right. Yeah. Like I wasn't joking. No, we America needed, needed that guy. We needed yeah. this guy. Yeah, we had we Allen need- Ginsberg on the loose. Yeah, we, we need him some- again. Someone to show that asses could be kicked and not just raped. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they were if they were raped, it was at one of his shows. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or by Ginsberg. Yeah. Or by Ginsberg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jay, thank you for yes. sticking around, man. Yeah, thank you for absolutely, coming. Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah this is... absolutely. That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for uh, doing three episodes with us. This is a, yeah, new, yeah. a new record for guests. Yeah. Yeah. Never been on, and now I'm on three. Yeah. Three in a row. We're going to try 17 buses next time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jay, you want to give one last plug to uh, your whatever you do, your show uh, and all that? nfhcpodcast.com you can find us on all the things youtube spotify uh apple podcasts uh everywhere man we're all over the place facebook instagram now we we got to collect a walter we got to get walter on yeah get him on <laughs> yeah find something uh find something cuz he's a renaissance he's a renaissance fair guy Oh, yeah, he was the tomato, th- the guy that got tomatoes chucked at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah. You got to get something in uh, we'll find, like, a Renaissance realm. asshole or, like, a jester or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> if there was, like, a famous heckler or something in the Renaissance period, <laughs> that would be solid. Or something in the death metal realm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Who's no. the guy, uh, Black, was it the Black Dolly murder guy? Just died not too long ago? Yeah, he actually Ooh. offered to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, he's maybe he, too. He was a local. We love that man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let me get into his business. Yeah, I, I think he's too liked. I liked him a lot. Okay, all right. Well, um, find somebody who sucks. Yeah, no, they're they're out there. Gigi Allen. Definitely... Everyone always asks for us to do Gigi Allen. <laughs> yeah, I would like. That's, uh, I, I would that's do, fucking crazy. I would do Gigi Allen one day, and I would ask if Merle Allen wanted to be on the show. <laughs> That that would be that guy's a nut. Yeah, but he might do it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, who knows future plans? Uh, either way, appreciate your time, Jay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you, and your jokes and 
Connor, of course. Travis, thank you for doing all that yeah. research. Well done, Travis. Uh, just try Evil Knievel at RoastMortemCast.com, <laughs> and you could see our hats and merch. And you can go to RoastMortemCast. Patreon. Oh, I always get this wrong. Patreon.com slash RoastMortemCast, <laughs> where you could Evil Knievel your wallet into ours. Yeah, we're going to design that uh, Evil Knievel doll and sell it. Yeah. yeah, and if anyone talks shit about us, we're going to break both of your arms. Hey, you guys should do for merchandise, you guys should have uh, Evil Knievel dolls with each one having your head on it. Oh, that is fun. That would be funny. Get and China it, on the phone. Yeah, and it can, it can say F slur, F slur, F slur. Yeah, or even just like a picture, you know what I mean? That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. A, a poster like that would be sick. Yeah. yeah. All Let's right, do it. Just jumping sharks and snakes, and you know, in the background, there's just a line of dudes. Like, you just see a line of dudes, but just their butts. And then, like, you see, like, a girl peeking out. <laughs> see, this is why you need to listen to Not for Human Consumption. This is the type of quality business good that you, you get. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'm good at fucking coming up with dumb shit. <laughs> Start trademarking. All right, yeah. folks. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night, fellas. Thank you.